Welcome everyone to the Kingdom Capitalist Show. I'm your host, Ellis Hammond, founder of the Kingdom Capitalist Mastermind. And as always, this is the place for you as a Christian business owner, entrepreneur, and investor to come and really learn what it looks like to advance God's kingdom, both in your life and in your business. And I have another kingdom-minded entrepreneur with me, a real movement leader, someone who is, uh, I think, in a lot of ways, set the the pace and pave the way for guys like me to step into this world of faith and entrepreneurship. Um, so someone who's been in this place for a really long time, uh, understands the kingdom, understands business, has written a great book called Grace Over Grind, is leading a fantastic movement, kingdom-driven entrepreneur, another podcast uh, host as well. Uh, so without further ado, everyone, welcome Mrs. Shea Bynes. How are you, friend? I am doing fantastic, Ellis. Thanks for having me today. Yeah, this is, uh, I'm really, really looking forward to getting into this. And I do want to pray to get us started. But first, um, why don't you just introduce yourself, um, tell our audience a little bit about just who you are, and then we can kind of get into uh, really who you're leading and what you're doing. Sure. So my name is Shay Bynes, and I live in the Fort Lauderdale, Florida area. I am a, uh, a mom of three girls ranging from toddler to college age. I am wife to my husband. We've been together since we're 16, wow. married for 20 years. I'm the founder and a founder, I have a co-founder, founder and chief fire igniter of Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur. We inspire, teach, and mentor entrepreneurs to uh, do business in partnership with God, you know, to, to have a greater kingdom impact through the work that they do, not just doing it for God's glory, but actually doing it with the presence of God. Mm -hmm. And so I've been doing that for almost eight years now. It is an absolute blast. It was never anything that I thought I'd be doing, and here I am. And so that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> how many How many podcasts were about faith and entrepreneurship when you stepped onto the scene? Honestly, I don't even know because I wasn't even looking for a podcast on that topic when mm. I got an assignment. Like This was a divine interruption of my life. I was in real estate doing my thing investing in real estate, consulting people in real estate. This wasn't even on my radar. I wasn't even listening to podcasts on faith with business that like that. It, it wasn't on my radar. So yeah. this was a complete <laughs> and utter divine like interruption of my life. And so I don't even know what was there at the time that I started a podcast, which was uh, when we did kingdom driven entrepreneur podcast, which was about a year in after we started uh, maybe about nine months or so there was, there was certainly a handful of like Christian business podcasts. I don't think any of them use the language about kingdom in their, in their messaging, but mm -hmm. certainly Christian business, you know, sure. Christian entrepreneur, a handful of those. And so yeah. I'm excited to see a conversation that really gets us talking about the kingdom of God because there's a lot of missing revelation on the kingdom of God, even in the midst of the religion of Christianity. So yeah, hundred yeah, percent. I mean, I, I have found that even, the word kingdom has even within the Christian circle can be kind of one denomination where, you know, like in a more kind of reformed world, like kingdom is, is almost like 
and we don't want to, we don't want to talk about the kingdom so even like this idea <laughs> of the kingdom right like needs to come out even in the world of christianity it has um, to like it shouldn't be denominational it should be because we're talking about the kingdom of god it has to, that's all of yeah, us all of yeah. us who, who know and love jesus <laughs> that's, it. that's it oh i'm so excited for today everyone i'm telling you this is going to be an incredibly powerful conversation we are going to be talking a lot about um, really forming and, and working, I think, towards a kingdom perspective for racial reconciliation. Uh, Shay has done an incredible job leading her community in this conversation over the past few weeks. And so, um, you know, we, we got it's a, it's a heavy topic. It's a big topic, but it is a relevant topic that we as kingdom leaders, kingdom entrepreneurs, business owners must, you know, put on the table and really discuss together. And so we ask for your patience today we ask for your your openness um to to really be here and and take to heart what we're going to be chatting about and and then really do the work that it's going to take after this conversation uh to really wrestle and see where god might be leading you to really take action in this or to really just even do the hard work of figuring out what are your prejudices or you know, already form thoughts and ideas that you have in this conversation. So um, with that said, let me pray to that end and ask God to really lead us in this conversation. So Heavenly Father, we, we're so grateful to be here together. Thank you for a sister like Shay and just her work and her movement uh, that you have led and inspired, even interrupted to start. <laughs> and um, I look forward to this conversation. I pray that you would help us. Um, yes. Black or white, whatever color or race, um, Lord, that you would bring us together because we know that our citizenship is not in America. God, that our allegiance is not um, to the United States, but our allegiance, our citizenship ultimately, Lord, is in the kingdom of heaven, uh, which you have come and ushered in through your son, Jesus. And so we pray that today would be a conversation that really helps and serves us to really be unified towards that vision, towards that end. And we pray this in Christ's name. Amen. 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 So before we do kind of jump into this full steam, tell us a little bit about Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, kind of who you're serving, what that looks like. Um, and then even, yeah, what are some of the recent conversations happening right now? Um, that way we can learn a little bit about that. Sure. So with Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, we talk about, you know, we inspire, teach, and mentor entrepreneurs who really desire to do business and partnership with God. And so for a lot of people, so we have all types of different business owners, you know, they're all over the globe, but what's bringing them together is they want to know what does it look like to be led and empowered by the Holy Spirit and the work that they do. Not just to say, hey, I'm a Christian, he happens to have a business, but what does it look like to really be led and empowered by him? What does that look like in a really practical way? And so what we end up focusing a lot on, just unapologetically, is it's a lot of kingdom mindset shift. It's a lot of heart posture shift. Uh, shifting from being led by experts, led by money, led by whatever, pick anything, and what does it look like to be led by God? And for an entrepreneur, it's a really important conversation. I know when I grew up in doing business, this wasn't even on my radar at all. You know, I just, I, I don't even think I had an insight that God was actually interested in being involved from an operational standpoint, even and the work that I did in business. Like I didn't have, I didn't have a grid for that really, even though I was baptized at age eight, you know? And so a lot of people, when they show up in Kingdom Driven Entrepreneur, they're like, this is the thing that I was praying for. 
the thing that felt like a missing thing to me, but I couldn't wrap my hands around it, you know? And then when I found it, I'm like, this is home because I only want to do business this way. You know, I want to be, when we talk about this word kingdom driven entrepreneur, all the words are very intentional because it's like, yes, kingdom, the kingdom of God. But when you use driven, what does that mean? It's like, what am I motivated by? What am I propelled forward by? So when we say kingdom driven entrepreneur, we're saying that you are motivated in your business to see an increase of the kingdom of God on earth, like his way, his way of being, his way of doing things, seeing the kingdom of God advance, which is beyond seeing people say, yes, Jesus is my Lord and savior, but seeing his way, seeing, you know, seeing that advanced on the earth. And I'm motivated by that. And I'm propelled forward by seeking first the kingdom of God. So I'm operating my business off of Matthew 6 and 36 and 33. I know prophets will follow. I know all the things will follow as I follow after him and do it with him. And so that's the whole kind of idea around what we're talking about when we talk about kingdom-driven entrepreneur, we help people walk that out in really practical ways. And that's where Grace Over Grind showed up. <laughs> Golly, and it's so unfortunate that we're not even going to get to talk. I mean, we got such a big talk today. <laughs> Grace Over Grind is so, everyone go check out the book. It's a powerful concept. Um, and maybe we'll get some time at the end. I can ask you one question about that. But let me ask you this, because you have spent years now talking about the kingdom, understanding the kingdom, watching people live for the kingdom, you know, changing their lives to really live for the kingdom. And we're going to be talking about the kingdom today in light of racial reconciliation. So my question is, because most people, and I know that this show might be some of the first times that people are really thinking about kingdom. Like I know a Christian business, or I know I've been a Christian for a long time, but you know, kingdom is kind of one of those circles that you know, those people that put their hands up in the air a lot, you know, and they, you know, sometimes they talk in weird language, you know, like, so kingdom can be different for, I think, depending on even where you've grown up and what you've heard. And so I, I would love to just know and learn from you. And maybe we can learn from you. Like, what do you mean? What does that mean to be kingdom driven? Like the word kingdom, let's yes. focus there because I think building out that framework can really help us in light of this, this rest of this conversation. Yeah, I think that's really important. So, I mean, it's the government of God. Right. I think people who live in like the United Kingdom and some other places have a way better understanding of this kingdom concept than we do in the United States. Right. They understand the idea of a king and his kingdom because of the way their governments work. But so it's the government of God. It's the government of heaven. When we say Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior, it's like we are entering into the kingdom of God. Our citizenship has changed. Right. So we're like operating now. The highest level, our highest citizenship is in his kingdom where he is the king, Jesus Christ, king of kings. He's the king of the king, king of the kingdom. He is in charge. It is his way. It's not about our agenda. It's about his agenda. And so it's his way. It's his way of being. It's his way of doing things. It's the king of the kingdom and operating in that realm. That, but it's like, it's the government of God. I think it's a really great way of describing that. Because then, because because we can start to put some concepts around it around what we see in our own governments. But it's like what's beautiful about it is that people will say, you know, kings. Well, you know, uh, that can be in in other people's governments when they have a king. There's this whole issue around authority and stuff like that, right? Which, but if Jesus is our king, he's perfect. 
He reigns with righteousness, with grace, with truth. Like we can completely trust him. And so we have the most benevolent king, right? That we can truly trust. And so I, I like to describe it like that. That is how I learned it. But it's just like, it's just like his comprehensive rule on earth so this is not a democracy it's not it has nothing to right it is not a democracy it's not like none of that it's not none of that matters he's the boss he's in charge he sets the rules he rules with righteousness with truth with grace with love with mercy all of those things but it's his agenda Hmm. and that's it and i think that and that's why it shouldn't be a denominational conversation because it has nothing to do with denominations man created denominations the kingdom of God, that's his realm. We've created denominations because we had arguments over various aspects of our faith that created divisions. Right. But the kingdom of God is for every believer, all of us. That should be our citizenship, our mindset, and our heart should be aligned with the kingdom of God as our primary citizenship. Yeah, no, I think it's so, and, and what, and I want to make sure we point this out really clear, the kingdom of heaven is at the, hand. Yes. Right? The kingdom of God is, is reigning Weird. now that yes. we can be into it. Because I think a lot of times when we think about even heaven, when we talk about heaven, it's when I die, I'm going to heaven. Right. And sometimes we can think about, oh, well, I'm going to be part of the kingdom of God one day. And no. what Jesus is really clear in the book of Matthew, what you're saying, we see this all throughout, you know, the, the New Testament, the kingdom of heaven is here. It's all around us, you know, and yes. so we get an opportunity to participate and be in it. And so yeah, like we're no, here and we're there. Yeah. We're seated in heavenly places, but we're here on earth, right? And he even said to pray, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Mm-hmm. That's the prayer he said for us to pray. So if we're going to pray that prayer, then it, that helps us conceptualize. If, we're, if your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, that tells us like the kingdom of God, that's his heart the kingdom of God advancing on the earth. Yeah, that's massive. So that's our prayer. That's what we're even talking about today is how do we see this kingdom, his kingdom, the kingdom of Christ come and rule and reign in our nation, in our businesses. Um, And we know as we look at revelation and we know God's heart that the kingdom is diverse, right? The kingdom is not one color, um, and so this topic is is incredibly important. So let me ask you this as we kind of make this move into this conversation today. What are some, what, what is the conversation for you as a leader in that, um, your, your community, but just community at large, what are some of the conversations that are beginning to take place? What are the things that are kind of being brought to the surface that might help us also enter in that conversation? Well, interestingly, um, I haven't been having this conversation in depth specifically with the kingdom, with kingdom driven entrepreneur community. The Lord just started talking to me as an individual, as I was taking my daily walks Hmm. and just, and just challenged me to do something that's usually uncomfortable for me, which is to talk about race, to talk about politics, but to talk about it, pointing people to him in the midst of it. And so it didn't even start as like a, hey, this is something I need to really share with kingdom-driven entrepreneurs. In fact, I, I've only even said via email once with them that, hey, the Lord's stretching me and I'm having these conversations over here. So I really haven't focused them there per se. I've just been focusing them just as Shay, as Shay behind, as, you know, as, as a daughter of the king, this is what I'm sharing. Uh, and so I'm talking to everybody, whoever is in my sphere of influence, you know, whether it's Katie E or otherwise. 
but the conversations have all been around like having our proper perspective, having heaven's perspective in the midst of it. And that, that has to take priority. God's not on anybody's side. He's on his side. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have an agenda other than his agenda. And so we want to be in line with that and everything. So I've been talking about things like I've been showing in practical ways. How do we, how do we go kingdom over politics? How do we do kingdom over our skin color? How, like, how do we practically do that? How do we not get caught up in all the other stuff and then get in a point where we act outside of the nature of God with one another? How do we do this thing in a way where we're seeking God's heart and saying, God, what's your heart concerning this? God, what lies am I believing in the midst of this? Help me to see things from your perspective. Mm -hmm. what, is, what is my role in all of this? Not just like, I just want to be out here and crying and screaming and carrying on about stuff and complaining about what's going on in the world. God, tell me what your heart is concerning this and what's my part. And then just go do that, right? It's like, that's how we can say, I want his perspective and I want to know what my assignment is. And then we can just ignore a bunch of the other stuff. If we just focus on our own assignment and what God is speaking to us and our hearts about to deal with and all of this stuff, then it allows us to have a perspective that is his kingdom, his agenda, his thoughts, his perspective over our preferences, over our... So, so Shay, let me stop you there because um, it's really good. You you said in one of your Facebook posts that you met you mentioned and you use this word uh, get woke or um, <laughs> <laughs> something to and that all of our wokeness. Yeah, wokeness. Yeah, wokeness was the word, and, and it's kind of what you're speaking here. Like we need to wake up to what God is trying to say to us in light of this. And so my my question for you is like, yeah, that's good, but how? Because what I see is I can't turn on my phone. You can't turn on the TV. It's hard to get, listen to God's voice when there's so much coming out. So my question is just how, like, how do we get woken up to the voice of God and what you're saying to be able to listen to this, to know what does this look like to be part of the kingdom in, in this time? So maybe how are you helping your community do this? What are you saying? What, what's a starting point in that? I mean, I've been giving people questions to ask of the Lord. You know, just get quiet, be quiet, shut down stuff for a second and just ask the Lord a handful of questions. You know, I've said, even in the, even in the simple practicalities, just in the end of social media, so quickly we'll look for a person who has our opinion on whatever the matter is or whatever, whether it's political, whether it's on race or whatever, you know, in the midst of COVID, wearing a mask, not to wear a mask, you know, whatever. And immediately like, oh, well, I like that opinion. I'm going to share. No, 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 no. Pause. Mm. Before you share it, Lord, should I share this? Is what's in this video or in this article, is this even your truth? Your truth? Is this your truth? It's a mix of your truth and some other stuff. Like, should I be promoting this? There's so many practical things that we can do. If we would just pause and ask, it's like inquire of the Lord, seek first the kingdom of God. What are his thoughts? What is his way concerning it? Not operating at a presumption. Allowing other people to flow into whatever their assignments are. Not being mad at somebody because they didn't say things the way you wanted to see them say it. Not being mad because this person didn't address this, but they're addressing that. You know what? Let people do what God's put on their heart to do. 
and that's it. We're the body of Christ. I said, we've got all kinds of issues going on in the world. And this, these are not the only ones. But if we look at this thing from the perspective of all of us have an assignment, all of us committed to the King of Kings, and if we just seek his heart concerning what that looks like and then connect with others that are of like mind, like heart on that thing, we would do, we would do some really amazing things. Hmm. But oftentimes what we do is we either get overwhelmed because there's so much issues and so you almost become paralyzed. And so the only position that you can take is to be sad about it, complain about it, and maybe pray about it every once in a while, you know, but mostly just be overwhelmed. Mm. But no, like every day I've been, t- when I take my walks every day, I'm praying and I'm just like, okay, I'm just seeing what the Lord puts on my heart to pray concerning. And I'm like, okay, Lord, what, what do you want to speak to me about today? What do, what, what do I need to be thinking about? What do I need to be doing? You know, some people would say, some people who are African-American would say, gosh, Shay, why aren't you out there hashtagging Black Lives Matter? Why aren't you out there talking about police brutality? Why aren't you, why aren't you, because that's not what the Lord has me talking about. Doesn't mean that I'm not having conversations about those things. Doesn't mean that I'm not praying concerning those things. Doesn't mean that I don't have some kind of part, some behind the scenes thing, a donation or something or whatever concerning these things. But what my voice is to be used for is what God has given me to use my voice for. And I'm not doing anything other than that. Mm. And if everyone would just seek first the kingdom of God for themselves, as opposed to, hey, oh, wow, oh, really dropped a bomb in that video. That's the truth. Is it? Pause. Is it your opinion? Is it his truth? Were you supposed to share it at all? Were you supposed to allow God to refine your thinking, refine your thoughts before you decide to share and create all kinds of ruckus around? And I'm not, I'm not just talking about social media, but even in the conversations with the people around you. There's many things. I said, there was a local news article that said, it was a headline that was like, in these tense times, it's important for your social media to be like thoughtful and planned. And I'm like, yes, our conversation should be thoughtful hmm. and planned. Like, I'm like, there's all kinds of thoughts, Ellis, that go through my head, but I don't have to talk about all of them. Right. I let God talk to me about them mm. so that I can have a, so that I can be purified in this conversation so that I can represent him because my primary citizenship is him. Yes, I am black, but my citizenship is in the kingdom. Mm. Black is an aspect, being African-American is an aspect of my identity and who he has made me to be it's a part of it the fact that i'm a female has made has made that you know every aspect all of those things are pieces of me i've been intentionally and beautifully and wonderfully made but it's still seek first the kingdom of god and put the kingdom over all the other things everything is submitted to him every single thing and if we did that and a lot of times ellis it's just as simple as pausing it's as simple as just not reacting and just sitting with something. Let God refine your thinking. Let God lead you to have the conversation with somebody or not to have the conversation with somebody. Let God lead you into his truth so that your truth and his truth are one and the same. I think there's a real challenge here for everyone to ask yourself the question right now in the past seven days, just take an assessment. Whose voice is like, 
Whose voice have you heard more of? And I literally mean measure the time spent listening to the voice. So have you had the news on more than you've listened to God in the last seven days, read his word, been in prayer? Or are you hearing the voices of, I'm not even going to use news outlet channels, but you know which ones, right? Like any of them. Any. Whose voices are you listening to more? Because we, like, it's who we are. We will take in, we will listen to what we're taking in and we'll be influenced by that. And so I just think that's a great assessment. I love that word of wisdom, Shay. It's incredible leadership because God does want to speak to us in this as all the time as kingdom citizens. We and, have the Holy Spirit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have the Holy Spirit to lead and guide us into all truth. It's good. To correct us, to refine us. And I think a lot of us operate like we, like we don't even know the Holy Spirit. Like, like we really have to yield ourselves in that way. You know, one of the things I've been doing with like the news. So I used to be a person who I didn't even watch. I didn't, well, first of all, I still don't watch the news because they control the, what messages they want to share in the order of which and how much time they want to spend. So I haven't watched the news for years, but I used to not even pay attention to the, the, the articles. It would be whatever was showing up that people were talking about. I'm like, oh, I guess I need to know. Oh, I guess there's a hurricane on the way. <laughs> I guess I need to pay attention to that. Or, you know, I used to be like that. And the Lord's like, I need you to, I, I want you to pay attention, but I want you to do this with me. And so now what happened, this started a handful of months ago, is that he said, okay, I want you to look at multiple sources. And as you go, I'm talking about online. And I don't want you to read anything unless I point it out. If I illuminate something to you, it catches your attention. I want you to read that one. And then I want you to ask me, what do I think about what, what you know, he's saying to me, what do I think about what you're reading? So even in my consumption of news, it is selective. And it's when I read it, okay, is there something for me to do with this? Is this even true? Is this like, what do I do with this? And people are like, that seems so deep. But I'll tell you what, it'll keep you from a whole lot of drama. You'll get his wisdom. You'll get what you need to do and what you need not do. I mean, this, it, it, literally, Jesus said, I leave you my spirit. Like, this is our gift. It is our advantage. And if we operate that way, I'm telling you, it's like there's some basic things that if we did them, I promise you the world would be a completely different place. Like just basic fundamentals. Yeah. Race yeah. is a huge issue. The church perpetuated racism. We have a whole lot of junk that we're still dealing with today based off of the roots of all kinds of stuff that Christianity and the entire culture perpetuated of black inferiority. We got to deal with it. But in the midst of that, as a black woman, I don't say, oh, well, you know, I'm not operating like I have to operate out of my a limitation of what others have to say or think or a structure or whatever. I'm going to be, listen, I'm a kingdom citizen. I'm a king's kid. So listen, I'm just operating off of, okay, Lord, what would you have me to do? I'm doing this. I'm doing life with you. Does it mean that there's some junk to deal with? Yeah, there's junk to deal with. I deal with plenty of junk. Is there, are there systemic issues? Yes, there are. But I like heaven has solutions. Mm. Heaven has solutions. Shea Bynes doesn't have solutions. 
Heaven has solutions. All these people, politicians think they have solutions. They're not, if they're not interacting with heaven on their solutions, they don't have solutions either. So if we operate as a body, like for real, and seek heaven strategy on stuff, we would just see such amazing, such amazing breakthroughs. We really would in so many areas of, you know, issues. In life. So, you, so that, right. So let's go there though, because, um, you know, for the second part of this combo, I love that framework of really listening to God's voice above all. Um, but I want to talk about now the community piece of things because, sure. and I mentioned this off the show, it, it, and I thought your response was really good. And I want to, I want to chat about this. It still seems to me that even in the world of entrepreneurship, there is a, a, a racial divide that they're you know, in the faith driven community or faith and work community. There's the, there's the old white folks, the young white folks, the black <laughs> folks, right? Like, um, and so we, you talked about doing the work, like what the work in our businesses or in our communities of really making it look like the kingdom. And maybe you just talk from your own perspective of um, the work that it has taken to build a business in a community that reflects the kingdom. You know, l- let's get into that because I think the community piece is huge because yeah, we need to hear God's voice. But a lot of us, when we go to look at those news outlets, we're only seeing one voice as well, right? And so that's a huge part of reconciliation. So we talked to us about that and just the the work that is at the work that is ahead for all of us, and what that has been like for you. Um. So that's a that's a big that's a big question. Um. When I think about the power of community. I mean, the power of community is everything, but I want to actually know it. I want to deal with this on two things. So I have like three thoughts going on in my head at the same time based off of that question. Let me go back to the first thing you said, which was that there seems to be like a divide even in kind of the entrepreneurship space. Yes, but only based off of the fact that it's just like the thing that happens because of larger issues right? This is what we were talking about before we hit record. If somebody feels like they're not welcomed in a space, they're not invited to a table, they're going to create their own table. And they'll create a table with the people who they know that are around them. And so a lot of times what happens is people just tend to connect with the people who are most around them. It actually takes intentionality to reach out beyond the easy folks that are just simply around you on a day-to-day. Um, it, it takes an intentionality. For me, um, on, this, on this particular topic, you know, you and I were talking about how, you know, even when it comes to if you're doing an event and having speakers and stuff like that, for me, I'm not telling other people what to do, but for me, I'm like, I want everything that I do to look like heaven. So, if, so for me, it's like, it has to be diverse. It has to be. Anything that I do that's kingdom focused, unless the king told me that my assignment was specifically for a people group or a gender or whatever, which, which does happen. That's some people's assignments. If I'm doing a kingdom thing and it's just a kingdom thing and a, not a kingdom thing for women, not a kingdom thing for you, whatever, it has to look like heaven to me. And so it does take intentionality to reach out to people. It does take intentionality to ask some questions. Hey, do you know somebody? Hey, you know, I think of, you know, I, 
one of my mentees, I just love her to pieces. You know, she would, I would watch her the way I met her is because she'd be trolling people's Facebook ads that were promoting their conferences. And she'd see like, there was no diversity at all. She's, uh, uh, she'd look and she'd be like, is this is a kingdom of it? I see no women. I see no people of color. Did you ask? Did you try? Did you, you know, but that's how I met her. <laughs> She's such a spitfire. But, um, but it's so funny though, because it really does. It's not hard. It's not hard to do. It just simply takes intentionality. You know, I'm very intentional about creating relationships with a whole bunch of people, you know, regardless of, you know, what they look like or, you know, different backgrounds or whatever. I mean, it, I think that's an important part of the work. You know, a lot of people talk about, even in my social media, you know, some people's mindsets are, no, they really just pretty much just want to be around the people that they, you know, feel you know good around not me i'm like bring it all like i for, because for me it helps me to see the diversity of what's going on <laughs> you know some people that's probably not good for them but for me in a leadership capacity where i've got to deal with a whole bunch of different types of people all who say they love and know jesus there's a lot of diversity in the midst of that and mm -hmm. thought and approach and all of those things and i need to be aware of that you know, I don't want to live in this tiny space like that. Mm. And so that's, you know, so that's been important to me uh, from a leadership perspective as kingdom driven entrepreneurs. We were growing our team. My prayer before the Lord was like, Lord, you know, I know your heart and you know, my heart It's just like to see this thing be diverse from day one. My co-founder is a black female. People would show up and I'd be like, Lord, let this not be the thing where all the black women show up. And that's it, because that's not what you gave me. That's not what you showed me. You showed me that this is a global kingdom movement and I didn't have to do anything. That was my heart. That was my prayer. That was his heart. And so diversity showed up. We never used language that would make someone think that we were exclusive, you know? And so people just showed up. But when it came to making decisions about like team and, and mentors and stuff like that, it was my prayer before the Lord. Like, Lord, like I know that our team's got to look like heaven too. So that was my prayer. Bring, bring me a team that looks like heaven. Mm. Period. <laughs> And it's an intentionality in that and to grow those relationships, you know, I think and that's just so good. And, and I'll just, and I'll just add, and I've, I've been convicted of this recently too. And, and I'm thankful that you as a, as a black woman have, have come on our show. Um, but I have realized, and I look at our, our guests and it's been mostly white males. And I thought about that. I didn't really put much thought into that until I, until, you know, this kind of woke, I got woke, right. As you, uh, as you would say, <laughs> I'm like, dang, you know, like I'm talking about the kingdom. I'm interviewing. Kingdom woke. Yeah, I got kingdom woke. And so I do, you know, even in front of our, our audience, just say, like, I, I'm sorry in that regard. And, and it's exactly what you're saying is because in order to do that, and I want to talk about doing the hard work, I got to do our, our own hard work as well. You, you have to go outside of the camp that you live in in order to be intentional. And it takes time. And it probably will cost you money because it takes me more time to go and find, you know, other guests and audience, you know, members to come and speak who I just, I will not run into on LinkedIn or, you know, in the business community or in the community that I live in because we, we operate in two different worlds or two different communities, I should say, not worlds, but communities. And so it is, it does take work. And I would say though, as a kingdom leader and entrepreneur, I'm just being challenged, like, this is the work that we're called to, though, is to really build businesses, communities, and show people 
this is the kingdom. This is what we're praying for. If you pray our father, right? That is, you're literally praying it. But if you're not doing anything with that prayer, um, you know, God wants to answer that. So anyways, I think that's such a, a great word and good reminder and how I've been hit with it recently too. Of, And it does take work and it will cost you something for sure. Yep. Um, but it is the work as kingdom capitalists, as kingdom entrepreneurs that we're called to. It's what, it's what we're to do. And going back to your comment about community, community is so important because what I find is that when you're, I'm talking about kingdom community for a moment. So when you're surrounded around kingdom community, that's just diverse, you know, in the context of relationship, other stuff gets worked out. Like, you know, from a, from a reconciliation perspective or whatever, it's like when you get to know people, when you serve together, when you're in the spaces together, just in having conversations together, it just, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff that we just learn from one another. Just in the context of relationship, just be relationship, just placing yourself into spaces. That's a kingdom and a not, you know, outside of the kingdom, you know, whoever conversation, right? You know, same thing if we're kingdom citizens uh, and we're hanging out with people who are not believers, whatever, still the diversity and the richness of that is really, really important, right? To just be around other people, like see what Jesus sees, you know? And I think that's really important. So it's like, it's not about being colorblind. It's not about, no, he created all the, he created all the colors. We want to be color honoring. We want to see color. We want to value color. That's beautiful. All the various things that God's done to create people. Let's, let's honor that and operate in a place of just wanting to be open to, you know, a broader set of relationships and the, and, you know, in the things that we do as whether it's as a business owner or or otherwise. Yeah. Um, are there some, I imagine most of the folks are community of ours are white people. I actually don't have any numbers to back that up, but seeing how <laughs> I've only interviewed white people, right. I would imagine that most of them are white. So, uh, and so most of them probably have the same struggle I do. I see mostly white resources. What are some helpful places that you can point people to, to be a part of a, a broader conversation, a more kingdom diverse conversation. So specifically on this conversation around this ministry of reconciliation that we're called to be the bridge is an amazing resource. You guys go, there's a face for those who are on Facebook, they have a Facebook group. And what I love about their Facebook group is that they have, you have to take a vow of silence for three months when you show up and they have these units of like these, you know, these units of information that you can go through and you can't say a thing. And that's so powerful. Like you are here to be quiet and to learn and to observe and to just allow, and this is, this is, these are kingdom folks who did it and just allow God to speak to you and work with you. And then you can talk. And that is a powerful discipline. You can be here and you're going to read stuff and it's going to trigger you left and right. You're going to want that, but you can't say anything. Mm. Be quiet go through the, and I love that about them. And they actually, they actually have a bunch of resources. That's their Facebook group. But if you go to their main website, um, which I think is at bethebridge.com, I think um, you might want to check that, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that's their website there. They have a lot of really great resources on how to even facilitate really powerful conversations with, with diverse groups of people and stuff like that. That has been a resource that I have sent many, many, many people to over the past few weeks. 
And every person who edit that has come back and said to me, I'm so glad that I did. Every single person without fail. So that's my favorite. There's some other books I'm reading right now that have been, that have been really enlightening and great. Be the Bridge actually has a book also uh, by Latasha Morrison. I'm reading uh, Pastor Tony Evans' book right now called Oneness Embraced. It's really powerful because again, my conversation, I think that us as kingdom people, our conversation should be how do we operate in a kingdom, through a kingdom lens in the midst of all this stuff. Yeah, that's excellent. Yeah, I just ordered that book as well. Um, so I look forward to reading that alongside of you. Uh, this has been so good. Uh, there's so much more I want to get into, but I know we're running out of time here. I, I got one. Um, this is just a question, and I heard you know I've heard you talk about this idea of grind over or grace over grind so many times. So I do want to end by asking you this one question because I think this will be sure. helpful. And you said this so in passing before we started the show, but I do think it just embodies who you are. You said, um, I don't grind. And, <laughs> and because this is a, this is such a, you know, we're both feeling this as leaders of a communities to engage in a much deeper way than most people may feel responsible or compelled to do. Yes. And you're doing such a great job of that, but you still have your business. You still have your other responsibilities. Yes, sir. Your content you're creating. I feel yes. that. And you said, but I, I, and I'm called to be a part of this conversation, but I don't grind. And so <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean that you don't grind? Because most oh, people- It's a loaded grind. statement. <laughs> so- I know we only got about five minutes and yes. you wrote a whole book over on this. Yeah, but no, we could go there. We could go there. Help us in the last yes. few minutes. What yeah. do you mean by I don't grind? And, and yes. what does that look like specifically in this season? Yeah. So when I think about grind, I'm talking about really operating primarily out of your own strength. When you're just like, it's excessive hard work, you know, excessive hard work. It's not diligence. It's excessive hard work. And it is operating primarily in your own strength as if, you know, as if this whole thing, all, all, it, it all resides on me. If it's going to be, it's completely up to me to get all of these things done and to do all of these things. And so when I say I don't grind, I mean, I won't, I will not work excessively. I will not operate in a way that creates stress for me that doesn't allow me to operate in the priorities of my life. I will not work to a point that I feel like I have, if I don't do all these things right now, nothing's gonna get done. You know, I'm not going to put my, all that pressure on me. I wanna work by his grace. I want to work in lockstep with him. So what that looks like in the season for me especially now that I started having this con these other conversations and the Lord told me that he widened my lane. I'm like, I'm trying to stay in my lane, Lord. He's like, yeah, I just widened it. Okay, Jesus. <laughs> so when he says that and I start speaking out loud on these topics, what it has created is a lot of activity and a lot of people who want to have conversations about all kinds of stuff on this topic. And I have to discern regularly, Lord, I just want to do what you've got for me to do. Nothing extra. You know, because I can't, I don't have the capacity to do extra. Otherwise, I'm grinding. So that means, Lord, what do I say yes to? What do I say no to? What is it yes, but later on? I'll give you an example. 
I had, you know, we're in the midst of this conversation now. So I'm getting a lot of invitations. Hey, you want to talk about this topic? I got an invitation. You want to lead a prayer call? No. Do you want to co coordinate? You know, no. Hey, you know, I, I feel like I uh, am here to help you with this book you're writing on racial reconciliation. He didn't talk to me about a book. I'm not writing a book, but thank you for your prayers. And thank you. Thank you for that. You know, so you want to do this interview? Yes. No, no, no. And just discerning all of that. And I have said even to people, we're in the midst of this conversation now, but this can't be just a moment of conversation. I've told many people, I'm happy to have this conversation with you, but not today. Because if I do it right now, mm -hmm. I'm grinding. I'm going to have to add all these other conversations to my plate. But if you find this conversation to be important enough to have in July when I'm available, I'll do it. But I'm not trying to hop on every opportunity right now because, ooh, this is the conversation now and everyone wants to talk about it. No, 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 no. You can go talk about it. You can talk about what someone else is available. I'm not grinding. If you want to talk to me about this topic, I'll talk to you in the middle of the July or the end of July. And prayerfully, this topic is important enough to you to have that conversation in July. That's how I'm managing that. That's what it looks like for me right now. That's really What cool. do I say yes to, to what is for later, what is for now? And just leaving these things and leaving that result in the Lord's hands. I will work diligently doing the things before me, but I rely on him to give me the wisdom on how to navigate and a strategy on how to navigate when he is the one who widened my lane. I didn't widen my lane. He widened my lane because I don't grind. If I widen my own lane, I'd also be grinding. <laughs> but whatever he, whatever he does, he maintains. He sustains that. And so that's why I only want to do what he's got for me and nothing else. Otherwise I'm grinding and I'm relying upon my own strength to make all these things happen. But instead what I'm seeing is amazing things happen that all point to the goodness of him because of what happens in the midst of me just giving what I've got to offer and allowing him to multiply it. So good. Thank you so much for being here, Shay. Um, how can our audience learn more about you? Be Part, you know, part of the conversation or, or community that you're leading as well? Sure. So if you go to kingdomdrivenentrepreneur.com, you can get connected to all the things, <laughs> podcast, okay. course, mentoring, all the things there. Um, and as far as me personally, if you want to follow me on Facebook, because that's where I'm having these conversations, if you're interested in a kingdom perspective on these topics, you can follow me, Shea Bynes, on, on Facebook. Excellent. I, uh, I think what I also might do too, because we've talked a little bit about Grace Over Grind, but we didn't get to chat about it more. I'll definitely link your book in our show notes, but I'm also going to upload your summit talk um, to our YouTube channel. And I think awesome. uh, that could be a really good next step. So guys, if you're not following me on YouTube, just search my name, Ellis Hammond. I'll, I'll be sure to add that before the show comes out um, and they can follow up there too. So, hey, thank Sounds you for good. being here. Absolutely. Honored to do it. Everyone, if you've enjoyed this, take a minute, screenshot this episode, share this with a friend. Uh, I know how massive this conversation is going to be uh, for our community and, and for those who are not in our community. So we'd love your help in promoting this. So take a screenshot, tag Shay and I um, so that we can uh, interact with your post and uh, that goes a long way. We'll see you next week. Cheers. Hey, I hope you enjoyed this show today. If you want to learn more about our community, you're going to want to visit us at kingdomcapitalist.co. There you can find info on our private mastermind and even subscribe to our newsletter to get updates on new shows. And last but not least, land opportunities to get private trainings and coaching calls with the guests of this show. If you're enjoying this show, please take a minute to leave us a five-star review and also share this with a friend. We'll see you next time.